You're listening to the very first episode of Agency Nation Radio, the Insurance Pros Podcast. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Agency Nation Radio. My name is Ryan Hanley. I am the head of marketing at TrustedChoice.com and the managing editor of Agency Nation, our sister digital publication, where you are listening to this, unless you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher. And I am joined by Marty Agather. Marty, say hello. Hello. Marty Agather here. Well, actually, Marty, you should not say hello, because hello is not how you greet people. How do you actually <laughs> greet people? Howdy. Marty Agather, TrustedChoice.com. So if you have been in the insurance industry for any period of time in any capacity and ever been to a conference, you have heard Howdy, and there is probably about a 99% chance that if you've heard Howdy, it came from Marty. You know, I uh, I get a lot of grief for that because most people don't uh, – that's not – something that's in the common uh, everyday speech patterns of most people. Uh, it comes from uh, my history where howdy was a, uh, a fairly common thing to say, and it's just something that has uh, stuck with me and now sort of has become a trademark. So, um, You have a catchphrase, Marty. It's a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. It's, there's a lot of other things that you could be known for. Be known. That's not a bad. That's not a bad one to have uh, to have passed through. Are you talking about me specifically being known for other things, or just in general, all people could be known for many things? And being known for a catchphrase isn't one of the worst. I would. I'm going to say both. There we go. <laughs> well, so. Just for everyone listening, you know the reason that we decided to start this show was one we know that uh, reading articles, watching videos is is a really good way to learn uh, about kind of sales, marketing, automation. That's what Agency Nation is all about. But it's it's often hard to take those resources with you. And um, you know, si- since I joined TrustedChoice.com back in August, uh, one of the things that has been absolutely consistent has been the conversations that I have with Marty. You know, uh, Marty. You know, I mean this with uh, with, with um, and in all the good ways. You have been part of the industry for a long time, and you have a lot of experience from um, from actually being an agent to being a vendor um, to now this kind of quasi association role that we have now. Um, it's given you a lot of perspective. Um, uh, we have differing political views, different economical views. We basically differ on everything. But one thing that we found is that uh, when we work together on a project, though we may kind of disagree, when we ultimately get to the middle spot, it, it tends to be something um, very valuable and, and, and at least interesting. And we wanted to start to share those conversations with everyone because I think uh, it, it'll help you, it'll help inform you of, of what's going on since uh, we do kind of pride ourselves on staying up on the happenings of the industry, but also help create conversations in the industry that I think, uh, and, I, and, I, and I think Marty would agree, that's why he agreed to come on this show, um, that I think need to happen. And, and I don't mean that from a provocative way. I mean that uh, uh, things move fast. And sometimes it's very e- easy to kind of get set in how we operate our business. And uh, if there's anything that I've seen since stepping out of an agent role um, with my with the agency that I worked with for eight years in Albany, New York, to kind of this uh, at TrustedChoice.com, looking at our industry as a whole from a national perspective, it's that um, insurance businesses win. Insurance agencies are, are struggling. Insurance businesses are winning. And, and that's really what we want to focus on here at Agency, uh, Agency Nation Radio. Marty, did I miss anything? It's very possible that I did. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of things that, uh, you know, you and I talk about. And, and I think your point uh, is that we there's contention many times when we get on a topic uh, internally for, for business purposes. And that's because um, there's a lot of different positions that you and I hold, that you and I hold, but also that our listeners are going to hold, and um, and so we want to make sure that we explore the different sides of the issues. Uh, we'll take some we'll take some positions maybe that uh, some of our listeners may not uh, may not initially uh, flock to, but the point is we 
are taking those positions because there are multiple sides, and we want to get you to you as the listener to think and hopefully come back at us and say, no, Marty, you're way the heck out there. This is not absolutely uh, a valid point, and here's here's why I, I feel that way. And and we encourage you to jump in to the conversation with us. So a couple housekeeping tips. Um, if you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher, what we would love is if you enjoy what you get in the next – 30 to 40 minutes that you uh, go back and leave us a rating or review on either one of those platforms. Um, if you have a comment, if you have a question, if you uh, think we're totally full of BS or, or you want to add a resource that we may not have mentioned, come to the, the show notes. Come to uh, agencynation.com forward slash show zero one. And that will take you right to this episode, and in the comments, you can take this conversation further. So those are just a couple action items for you, um, just quick housekeeping tips before we get into um, what I think. I, I had to kick the, our very first show off with this topic because um, it, it is by far the thing that Marty and I talk about most, and that is drones. So there was no way that we were going to start a podcast and not talk about drones. Now, we are going to talk about drones in the capacity of how they impact the insurance industry. But for those of you who aren't aware, drones and, and what we're talking about are not the not the ones that uh, were flying over the Middle East. But we're talking about the, the four, six, eight um, rotor, uh, almost helicopter-ish looking drones uh, that companies like Amazon are thinking about using to deliver products. Uh, the, the article that really spurred me to to want to talk about this, and um, and and uh, in all honesty, Marty is the is the real almost obsessive expert on this topic. But uh, Erie Insurance, uh, and this is according to the Insurance Journal, Erie Insurance recently received FAA approval to use drones in claims and underwriting. So specifically. Um, Erie wants to fly drones over uh, homes that may, uh, you know, where it may actually be dangerous to get an adjuster in there, or it may take time to get to an area where the drone can fly over top safely and quickly, get an accurate depiction of what's going on, and be able to process that claim and get things moving faster. Similarly, for risks that may have, um, it may be tough to get visuals on certain aspects of the risk, they can fly the drones over and very quickly. Quickly get an understanding of um, of what that risk is and the proper coverages and, and proper pricing. Um, when I saw this, you know, for a long time I personally have been thinking about how are we going to use drones in this industry because you know it's coming. And when I read this article, it it immediately hit me. This is this is a no brainer. This this makes complete sense. Um, Marty, you know, take us through this. Like, like, is this is this a plausible use of drones? Like, can these things even fly for, further and far enough to make it worth uh, an insurance carrier's time to use them? Sure. Well, so I'm going to come at this from, I guess, at the at the at the highest level, um, an editorial viewpoint. Much of what uh, the industry, the uninformed, I'm not talking about the insurance industry, I'm just talking about the news organizations, what they call drones are not drones. In my mind, a drone is an autonomous uh, vehicle that basically flies without user intervention, right? Um, most of what the industry calls drones, some of you may recall just recently, one ended up on the White House lawn, which created a big stink and Congress had to get involved. Um, those are primarily um, remote piloted uh, craft. Many of them, I mean, there are, there are uh, quadcopter, what, uh, what uh, Ryan was referring to previously, sort of helicopter-like devices, quadcopter meaning four uh, individual motors and, and propellers. Um, there are quadcopters that literally will fit in your hand. There are also um, drones uh, or uh, Ryan and I saw an octocopter that was probably, what, at least... 36 inches across, Ryan, and probably weighed fully laden, 10, 12, 15 pounds. So let me, let me, I, I got to tell this story real quick. So this is actually where the obsession in drones, as far as uh, Marty and my combined obsession, I'm sure that he, they were on his radar beforehand, but um, the very first week 
that I was with TrustedChoice.com. I flew, I, so I live in Albany, and the headquarters for uh, TrustedChoice.com is in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I flew out, um, you know, to kind of meet the whole team. Um, and I'm with uh, Marty and uh, our our VP of product, uh, Derek Hyde, and we went, um, you know, just after work, had a couple drinks, and we're and we're. And we, you know, we, we eventually we had dinner and we're driving home and it's still light out. It's the middle of summer. It's probably like uh, 8.30 at night. And all of a sudden, Marty yells out, stop the car, stop the car. And uh, so we pull to a stop. We pull over. And, you know, Derek and I have no clue what what's going on. He's like, we got to go back and see that thing. He throws it in reverse. We're on the middle of a city street, throws it in reverse. We pull back and there is this van with that is just has every piece of drone gear that you could possibly imagine and outside of it on like this little pad is an eight propeller what i'm gonna call a drone i know you're you know what you just gave a better definition but um and it was probably the most ridiculous and amazing thing i had ever i mean this was like as high tech as it could get i mean that had to be the top of the line thing so Long story short, uh, that octocopter, right, eight octocopter, um, was owned by a professional videographer for his video business, and he does business with um, the movie companies. And attached to this um, device was a gyro-stabilized, uh, I don't know, Ryan, you've got a better... Canon. 5D maybe? Yeah, so a very expensive full frame SLR, single lens reflex camera uh, that this thing was flown by two pilots one flew the actual craft the other one flew the camera uh, and video linked down to the camera operator so he could see exactly what the camera was showing it was GPS uh, enabled so it knew where it was on the earth and gyro stabilized and blah 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 super high tech very cool and uh the owner told us that he all up probably had thirty thousand dollars into this thing yeah he said including the van what it was like 150 so if you take the van everything in the van and the copter itself it was like 150 grand for this thing which is incredible. Now, also, I actually have a picture of Derek and Marty with this copter, which I will put in the show notes of this episode. So if you go to agencynation.com slash show zero one, uh, you'll be able to see this, the actual copter. I took a, I shared it on Instagram. Like, I couldn't not get a picture of these two guys uh, with this copter because Derek is geeking out on this thing just as hard as Marty was. Um, so, you know, so one of the cool things that we got from, uh, and I forget his name, but... Um, he does this a lot for businesses as well. So one of the things that he uses this drone for was to do uh, flyovers of corporate offices, of events. So there, there's a lot of uses for this and um, the stability and um, I guess safety. I mean, really these things, you know, unless it's a windy day, um, you know, they have pretty good control of them. They get incredible shots. You've probably seen them a lot in movies and stuff that are happening now. Um Unfortunately, now that we have this obsession, Marty will text me shows that he's watching that have uh, drone images in them. So I'll get random texts from him at times. Um, and, and, and it does start to play into the business world. So it's not just for entertainment. Because, of, because these drones can get into places that uh, other business – that other you know, traditional kind of someone on a on – a, uh, up a, a – uh, uh, a lift can't get to you know it's it's much harder to get a van with a lift and someone pointing down i mean that's an incredible hard shot to get where you know a canon 5d is producing movie quality uh movie quality uh digital film and that copter can just sit there perfectly and get you that image i mean that's pretty incredible stuff and, and powerful business intelligence for a company like an insurance carrier Right, so so that's the first thing, and and uh, in addition to this article that you pointed out um, on Erie, I happened to come across an article um, in the San Antonio Business Journal that USAA, uh, a big ca- uh, Texas domiciled insurance company, also got FAA authority. So they are beginning to experiment with this. So the real opportunity here is for these. Um, drones to go to places that are inaccessible 
that are potentially dangerous that might be life-threatening for humans to get to, but these devices can get there to do damage assessment, claim assessment, and help us get that claim process underway faster than we normally could if we didn't have these tools available to us. There's a whole second area of this that uh, we can uh, get into, which is the whole how do we insure them issue. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, I mean, that that's something that uh, I don't know if anyone really has their hands around that yet. Yeah, and, and so uh, I have talked to some contacts in the business who uh, run uh, excess and surplus lines operations, and you know, essentially this is an aviation risk, right? I mean, it's something that's flying around in the sky, and... Um, so there are a couple of companies that are beginning to explore this. Again, you know, do you need something for that uh, quadcopter that you bought at the local uh, toy or hobby store that fits in your hand? Probably not, because if it bounces into something, there's going to be more damage, uh, you know, to the device itself than anything else, because it weighs all of about, you know, three grams. But the flip side of that is you start flying around one of these 15-pound or larger devices for with commercial intent that could actually create some uh, liability exposure. So, yeah, Marty, the uh, the actual copter that was approved for Erie is a DJI Phantom 2 Vision Plus, and it says that the estimated payload total, so that includes the camera and any other riggings that are on it, 55 pounds. So that comes flying out of the sky. That can do some damage. Absolutely. So... The the real area, though, that I think that's that's the most intriguing about this, and where um, where there's a lot of heavy development going on, just to just to get my geek on for the audience for a second, is the fully autonomous uh, devices, and this is where there's enough um, artificial intelligence on the craft itself and sensors so that the craft can perform the entire um, flight mission on its own without user intervention. So you literally have the device take off, fly the pre-programmed route, uh, and return, or, or end in a potentially a second location, uh, without user intervention. And, and Ryan, you, you found one of these uh, sort of... Um, entry-level programs we could actually do it via iPhone. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so I found a Kickstarter that uh, you you would run the whole operation. It was about a 8 to 10 pound uh, piece of machinery, so it was on the smaller side of the, say, industrial level drones, but certainly on the larger side for some of the personal level drones. And basically what this thing allowed you to do was on your iPhone, it would pull up a GPS map that uh, included the region in which the drone had a uh, radius or capacity to travel. And what you would do is tap with your finger where you wanted the drone to go. So you literally, it would pull up a Google map, you know, it would show, you know, trees, it would show buildings as of whatever the most recent photo is, which is kind of scary. Um, and it would, it would, you would literally create the course that you wanted it to go and then you would just hit engage and the thing would take off and boom it would and it would go and you would see on your screen a video recording so it has a camera of the path so it was mostly meant to be used i think for for marketing videos or or that kind of stuff because it would record where it was going and at any time it had a bailout button and this is the genius of it of this thing right so it's flying itself you have no control over where it's going it's flying itself based on this predetermined course that you set. And then at any time, you could hit a bailout button and it would like lift up and fly back to whatever the original location was, no matter where in the course it was. So like, let's say all of a sudden you realize that the, the map isn't updated and there's a building in the way. You hit the bailout button, it stops and travels back to the original location, which is just, I mean... I mean, it's pretty wild that, th that this even exists. I mean, you are not controlling this thing, and it's buzzing through the sky. So let's bring this thing full circle. Um, as, as, uh, as you stated at the beginning of our call, Agency Nation is all about 
sales, marketing, and technology. And one of the things that we talk uh, about quite frequently is how there's all of these new opportunities for creative and forward-thinking agencies to pioneer niches. And I would suggest that we are going to see nothing other than astronomical growth in businesses trying to figure out how to use this new technology to further their business interests. I think there's going to be an exploding market for agencies and companies who figure out a way to write this business profitably. Go there, Ryan. Yeah, I, I, and I think that um, you know, so the perfect example and is uh, our, our friends over at InsureMyFoodTruck.com, right? Uh, right? Anyone who's seen one of my presentations has heard me tell this story. Um, but basically, InsureMyFoodTruck.com is a is a, 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 a standard independent insurance agency in many ways, and I mean standard, not in a negative term, just. You know what you would assume a single location. I think they have like fifteen or seventeen people. They have three uh, three principals, three partners in the business, and one of them fell in love with food trucks. And this is about three years ago, before the food truck kind of gourmet food truck boom really spread across the country. And uh, he fell in love with food trucks and and became the food truck guy, and um, and has really done incredibly incredibly well. And I'm not going to go into all the details on our show today. Um, uh, come to the next state association meeting where I'm speaking at, and I'll be happy to tell you the story. But um, it, it it really comes down to uh, owning that niche. When you become the guy or the woman for that niche that owns it, that knows how to insure the risks, that's who people want to work with, especially in these uh, kind of specialty things, right? Like if, so if you own a drone, you don't want to have to do research and figure out drone insurance. And if you take it to a... To, uh, to an agent that has never written one before, they're going to have to completely educate themselves on that. And that disconnect uh, pr- presents an opportunity for the, the agents who want to dive in, own the, own the product, own drone insurance, know the carriers, know the risks, know, the, know everything that goes into it, the underwriting, and then can plow through these things really quickly and answer people's questions easily. So I, I agree with you. There is 100% an opportunity here. Um, <clears throat> And uh, it'll be interesting to see what agencies are able to to kind of take advantage of it. I mean, it's it's there. The fact that insurance carriers are using them should be a clear sign that these things are not going away. If anything, they're becoming going to become more part of our culture. Um, and you know, there may be some day where there are drone lanes in the sky, and these things are just buzzing back and forth all day long. I mean, that's very, I mean, that's what Amazon would love to do with their distribution centers is just have these basically drone fly zones that just to just plow through neighborhoods and drop off packages all day long. And Ryan and I have already figured out a retirement program, which is uh, cold drinks on warm beaches.com. All right, Marty. Well, um, so, you know, I think there's a lot more to be talked about with drones. Um, Anyone has experience writing drones, I'd love for you to come in the comments of the show and talk to us a little bit about what that is, what carriers are writing them. Marty mentioned that there's a few excess lines carriers in many states that are writing them and um, if there's any admitted carriers or uh, large national carriers you know that are that are coming out with a program, we'd love to hear about that. Um, actually, if you know of that, you're probably keeping that secret. But if you're willing to share, come by the comments, uh, agencynation.com slash show zero one, and uh, and let us know. We're, we're very interested in that. So uh, we didn't just come here to talk about drones. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about website design and, and more importantly, uh, than website design because website design is really just a utility for customer experience. And uh, today, I, I have a tool. I actually put a video together on this that um, will have hasn't well hasn't published as of us recording this, but will publish in between us releasing this first episode. And so I'll have a link up in the show notes to that, or you can just go to Agency Nation and find the article, or go to our YouTube page. Uh, which is uh, youtube.com slash uh, agency nation ins and basically what I did I have a simple tool called sumo me so s-u-m-o me so like sumo wrestler 
me.com. It's a simple tool, it's a little piece of code you stick on your site, and it gives you a, like a, a bunch of free tools. And you can pay to upgrade them, but the free versions are, are, are really, really nice. And I'm actually using the free version of this tool right now. And what it does is it gives you um, heat maps and uh, uh, basically um, scroll maps. So a heat map captures where people click on your site. So uh, if I click the button, it on, my, on the homepage of Agency Nation, it shows me that the the out of 610 clicks that it recorded in the last week and a half, almost all the clicks are on either articles, so people going to find articles. We have a button that says come inside, which is basically takes us to your articles page. So basically it's saying, you know, come deeper into the site. Or our Get Referrals tab, which is uh, where people can sign up to become an, ad- an Advantage subscriber on TrustedChoice.com. So if you come to our homepage, I can see that any of the other buttons, so subscribe, contact, and write for us, really very few people relative to the 600 clicks are clicking those buttons. And if I scroll down the page, almost no one is clicking on the, some of the buttons that are down the page. And that kind of makes sense when you come to a home page. Um, when you come to a home page, people want to get to the place that they want to go. Really, your home page is should not be this mass of information. It should be very clear calls to action, which take people to the things that they want to do. In this case, our primary offer at Agency Nation is education in terms of these free articles that we create. So we want to funnel people to those articles as quickly as possible. So we've made that very easy. And I would like to think that based on that goal, the Agency Nation homepage is a success. Um, you know, Marty, I, you know, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about this as well, because I know you have a lot of experience with it. You know, one of the things that I see so much in our industry is agencies try to stuff absolutely everything about their agency on the homepage. And it's just overwhelming. And as much as it feels like you want to give them every option, well, what if they want this? Well, what if they want to do this? Well, what if they want to connect with us on Twitter? Those are just distractions, right? What are the one or two things that you want someone who visits your homepage to do? Do you want them to read more about your agency or do you want them to get a quote? If I you know, was running my own agency today, it would be a very simple homepage with a big, huge image of either of, of my staff or me or maybe one of my clients and two buttons. Learn more about us, you know, contact us to, to, to write your insurance. That would be it because that's why people are coming to your site. Um, people are not coming to your site to, you know, connect with you on Twitter. They'll connect with you on Twitter if they want to. People are coming to your site to either learn more about you because they're doing their homework or to actually take action. So it's okay to have all these other things, but we just don't want to clutter up our homepage with those things. And, um, uh, this tool, so here's, here's where we get to the nuts and bolts of this conversation is that's my opinion but it's my opinion based on putting t- this tool, Sumo Me, on Agency Nation. I've had this tool on the Murray Group, uh, my former agency. Um, we're using something similar on TrustedChoice.com. So, though TrustedChoice.com currently breaks all the rules that I am describing to you, um, you know, in complete transparency, and that's what we're here for. Uh, in complete transparency, we are um, talking about uh, improving that improving the experience that customers get when they come to the trustedchoice.com homepage. So um, very, very important stuff. And Marty, you know, what you, your experience I know has been the same. What do, what do you have to add to this? Well, I guess taking it out of the, uh, the realm of the uh, web development thing, just, you know, let's go to, let's go to the experience that everybody uh, on, that's listening has had. Walk into the grocery store, and look at the shelf of laundry detergents. Walk into your local um, package store and look at the beer shelf. You're overwhelmed with choices. It's hard to make a decision. The challenge is, um, if I'm in if if I'm in the package store and I need a, a bottle of wine, I I'm overwhelmed with choices, but. I'm there for a reason, and I will probably walk out of the store after doing some, you know, analysis or asking somebody for help. I'll probably make a purchase. 
the challenge on the web is if you overwhelm the the decision maker, they don't make a decision. They hit the back button. And so that's what we're talking about trying to avoid. Marty, that's so, a really interesting point. I just want to dive in there, and I don't mean to interrupt you. Yep. So think about that. So th- I love the analogy of this, but think about the wine analogy, right? The, the reason that you're willing to um, move past the overwhelm and make a decision is because you physically will have to get back in your car and drive to another package store, as you call them. I think uh, only a few of us have package stores. Most of us just call them the wine or liquor store. Um, you know, um, you actually have to go someplace else. That's a heavy lift, right? Because you're already there. But the, with the internet, it is so easy to just back button, go to the next result on Google, click on them, and if that one's easier, you're gonna you're gonna take your action there. Absolutely. So that's that's the uh, that's the world we live in. It's that easy to reassess and make a different buying decision on the web. You don't give me exactly what I want right away. It's too much effort for me to try to figure it out. I'm off to the next place. Yeah, it's it just it, it's a very important thing to remember. Um, one of the things I say in the presentations that I give is um, your website is not for people who already know who you are. And I'm going to say that again because I think it's it's an important point. Your website is not for people who already know who you are. The yellow pages has a listing online. White pages does. Google has. You know what I mean? You don't. People who already know who you are are only looking for your phone number or your address. Maybe they forgot where you're, you know, they want to put in their GPS or they want to give you a phone call. Your website is a marketing tool. Your website's purpose is to drive more leads into your agency. That's the reason that you have a website, right? It's not to just to have one. Um, It's not just a thing that you feel like you should do. If you're going to spend the money, whether that's $500 or $5,000, the, whatever you get for that money, the purpose should be to drive new leads into your agency, right? Or as uh, as we as the, the terminology we use around TrustedChoice.com now, new online referrals. So uh, the, the really interesting thing that I found with this Sumo Me tool, and again, I'm going to have a link up at the show notes or you can just go to SumoMe.com, um, but you know, you, you add, it's very simple, very, very simple to add. This is something that uh, if you don't do your own kind of web work, you can send this to your webmaster and they should not charge you a dollar. Literally, this is a, a tool that they can add with three clicks of a button and be done with it. So um, you sh- this isn't something that should have any real cost to it um, to add. And it's just a simple piece of code and you get these tools. And um, once you initiate the tool, it starts tracking clicks. And then you know, give, you give it about a week or two weeks to kind of collect um, a relevant amount of data, and then you can go back and and check it out. Can, can I jump in there, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the, one of the issues that we know for agencies, unfortunately, is they don't get a lot of traffic to their website. So a couple of weeks, unfortunately, may not be enough time because we'd like to have hundreds uh, of options so that we get you know because it it could be an oddball thing that somebody comes in and you know you get a couple of clicks and you're drawing the wrong conclusion so let's make sure that we've got statistically relevant numbers before we start drawing conclusions yeah but, you'd like to have a couple hundred clicks yep. if you a couple hundred clicks however long it takes you to get that so, so so let's get back to the meat of the issue which is we were looking at our website and you started drawing some conclusions and and we had a discussion about that so let's let's walk the people through some of the some of the ideas that we were exploring as things that that they could look at their own site to try to understand. Yeah, so you know, for me, one of the things that I'm I'm constantly think about when it comes to website designs and the websites that I use and read is is the experience that I get, right? Is it tough to read this website? Do I feel, you know, I mean, it, it's it I'm trying to take some information away or some entertainment. Is it work to do that? And 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 then on the on the business side, are people taking the actions that I want them to take? So, uh, for Agency Nation, 
um, the primary business objectives are, are one of two things. I want people to either subscribe to receive email updates from Agency Nation so that I know uh, more people are, are getting our stories and, and are getting our articles and our how-tos and all that good stuff. And the other one is I want people to click and learn more about becoming an Advantage subscriber so that we can start sending them more online referrals to TrustedChoice.com. Those are the two business objectives that are most important to us from the business side. What I want to try to do as the, you know, from, from a webmaster perspective is provide the visitors of the site with the, with the best possible customer experience so that when they're ready to either become a subscriber to our newsletter or uh, potentially become a, a trustedchoice.com advantage subscriber, it's very easy for them to do that. They don't feel like we're shoving it in their face. It's, I want people to decide on their own that, that it's that time because then when that happens so here's the reason why that's important and this is completely transferable to um, to your agency is that uh, especially from the uh, advantage subscription thing because for for agencies this would be you know people interested in buying insurance from you is that when people decide on their own to choose you not not being tricked into choosing you because some pop-up blasted in their face or you know we shove some ad in some place that just you know, they click on it by accident or whatever. Like when people decide on their own, um, it's the deal's already done, right? This is the zero moment of truth, Marty. We've talked about this a thousand times. People, when people decide online, and they when they contact you, sixty percent of that decision is already made. So when you pick up the phone, it's not sell, sell, sell. It's how can I help you? Deal done, and it can be that easy. It can be that easy. That may sound, depending on where you are in your in your digital marketing, um, uh, uh, kind of w- where you are uh, as far as your evolution. It can be that easy, and that's ultimately the goal. And I want to put that over. Okay, so let's get to results. So what I saw when I looked at the articles page. So you hit the home page. And I want to get people to the articles page. This is the first page that kind of lists out all the articles that we have, all the recent articles, and allows people to dive deeper. What I found was from this page, there were a lot of different actions being taken. And this is really where visitors to our site start to choose their path. Some were subscribing, great. Some were learning more about becoming an advanced subscriber, that's great. Those are two action items. Some were uh, learning more about how they can write for us. Some were, uh, you know, others were clicking on articles. But as you scroll down the sidebar, um, one of the things I noticed is that for people who wanted to go deeper into our site, they would either use the search function or the category function. Below that, we then had a list of our 11 most recent posts with images. So you would think an image would attract their attention, their eye, they'd be interested. You know, visitors would want to read more. And what we found is that almost no one were clicking that. So by having those images there and those extra links and that extra content, what we were really doing is just distracting and muddling, you know, muddling up the experience that people were getting from our site. So what I did to, actually this morning um, when, I, when I came to all these conclusions was I, I removed them. I removed those posts because from the where people were actually taking action, which I could track using this tool, is that if you wanted to learn more on a topic, you went through a topic. You didn't actually drill into the specific post. And I think that's incredible, incredible business intelligence and um, – and hopefully a much better customer experience for the people who, who uh, visit Agency Nation. Can I go back and, and emphasize one thing that I think you flew past pretty quick? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you made a very, very valuable point that we don't want to be in, uh, in, our, in our customers or potential customers' face trying to coerce them into doing what we want them to do. The flip side of that, however, and this is this is where we've got to kind of make the, the the hard point. When we've when they on their own have made the decision they want to do business with us, we want it to be extraordinarily obvious how to get what they want to do. Yeah. So that's why we have that's why we have those very obvious links to our two most um, desired business outcomes. 
Yeah, you know, that's a really good point, Marty, and I'm glad you brought that up because if you look at our site, on the header, there are two big calls to action. Subscribe, get referrals. On our right-hand sidebar, stay connected, subscribe, get updates, or looking for more referrals. If you go to the bottom of any blog post, the first thing you see is subscribe to updates. The second thing you see is if you'd like to learn more about an advantage subscription. So what we've done is try to place them strategically in places that don't overwhelm the visitor, but at the same time are in places that if the visitor would like to take action, it's very easy to do so. That is a great point. And I think a lot of agents forget uh, specifically about after posts, after pages as a place to put calls to action. Absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, one of the things uh, we mentioned before, Derek Hyde, our, our VP of, of product, uh, he shared with us that when we, we recently updated on trustedchoice.com, we recently updated the opt-in uh, where, where people actually start the search to find a, a local independent agent. Um, we updated that. And one of the places that we updated it was on the bottom of our blog posts and our pages on trustedchoice.com. And we saw an incredible increase, incredible increase in conversions by changing that. Now, the, the, the opt-in positions at the top of the pages were still, you know, in terms of volume, much higher. But versus, uh, so when, but when you compare the bottom opt-in, the old one, to the new one, there was by far the largest jump. So what it's saying is that Though you still may get the most in terms of volume out of having your desired actions towards the top of your pages, it's very important to have them also at the bottom of pages because uh, people are going to get to the bottom of a post and say, geez, this, these guys seem like the provider for me. This is an insurance agency that I'd like to work with. And if there isn't something right there on their screen in that moment, there is a chance that you will lose them. So Can I... Can I uh, can I amplify? Yep. So I'm going to take it uh, in a slightly different direction. Those of us who've uh, been in a sales situation and have had a proposal ready to go, and we're at that moment where we're hoping that the deal will get consummated, we hand the proposal over and we get the the, the line that it, most of you can already repeat uh, on your own, our, our listeners out there. Let me look it over. Okay. Now, there are two different perspectives to let me look it over, what they're really saying. One is, I'm never going to get to this. And the second one is, I'm going to examine this in detail. And those are two different entire concepts, right? But the people who are, let me get to this in detail, and I'm going to look at every part of this proposal... Those are the people that are reading that post all the way to the end. So there are people that you might say, nobody's ever going to read this, you know, 500 word article I just wrote on, uh, you know, professional liability. There are, and they will read every last word. And when they've made that decision that Ryan just talked about, that's when you want to have a learn a little bit more or contact me with your question. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's very... Th- the thing that I want to stress is is testing, right? There, there is no solution. I, on my personal website, ryanhanley.com, I actually have an email opt-in form that scrolls with the post. So as you scroll down the page, that little box stays right with you, right? So I don't know if that's better or not. I'm still in the testing phase. I've only had it up for a couple of weeks, and, and when I get the results back, I'll, I'll share with this audience. Um, we're not doing that on Agency Nation. So it's, it's just... Different things work for different audiences, for different, you know, different agencies who maybe, maybe some, right, very tactical, very kind of um, to-the-point blog post articles. And, you know, one type of, one placement of, of opt-in boxes or one way that you ask for conversions may work. Where if you're very conversational and very kind of, um, you talk about things other than insurance, you may have to position it a completely different way. The the important piece, and this is why I wanted to share this tool, Sumo Me. There are, there are a bunch of them out there. There's uh, uh, Clicktail. There's Crazy Egg. There's a bunch of tools that track clicks. But uh, I just like this one because it's free um, and it's super easy to implement. But it, the importance is testing these things 
and and seeing what works because you know simple tweaks sometimes can get you one, two, three, four, five more leads a month, a week, depending on how much traffic you get. Um, and and you never know when that one is going to be the big one. You know, we just had uh, we just had an agency in Washington State hit the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar mark in referred premium from TrustedChoice.com, right? So you never know. You know, there there are agencies who who may never hit that much. We hope everyone will hit that much someday. But this this agency just hit two hundred fifty thousand. They had one thirty thousand dollar account, one seventy two thousand dollar account. That's over thirty thousand dollars in revenue to that agency. And I'm not saying this to brag about TrustedToys.com. What I'm saying is that one more lead could be the lead that brings in the big account. It you just never know. So doing these simple tweaks seem like small things, but if you can use a tool like Sumo Me, get some good business intelligence, and make uh, decisions based on what you actually see happening on your website, you can make tweaks that will improve how much revenue you bring in through your website. Ryan, you were talking to me earlier about um, a tool that you use that I had never heard of, and then I responded with one that uh, you had never heard of. Tell me a little bit about about me. So I don't want to take too much time up here because we're getting kind of towards the end. We're, we're running at uh, right around 45 minutes now. So we'll just spend quick five minutes about this. Um, but uh, about.me, so about, the word about, dot me, is a place for you to create a little personal branded page uh, with your name. And it's just an additional place for you to show up in Google search. So if you go to about.me slash Ryan.Hanley, you'll see mine. Marty doesn't have one yet, but he's going to have one soon. And um, and check it out. And you can see you can put a nice image and links to your website, links to your LinkedIn if you wanted, uh, links um, you know, and, and really give people, hey, this is the type of insurance I write. This is what I do. This is my hobbies. You can give people a good depiction of who you are and what you're all about. And it's just a really nice additional way to have more kind of branded content online. So if someone searches for you and they find that um, – you know, they can get a good understanding of who you are. You want to fill that Google search up with as much positive information about you as both a, a professional and your business as possible. And the other option that Marty brought up was brandyourself.com. Uh, Marty, why don't you just quickly talk about what brandyourself.com is? Well, it's it's a similar tool in that you can create a profile. Um, what's interesting about this tool is it allows you to it, it searches the internet for references on your name and then presents them to you over time and tells you this this reference is moving up in Google search, this one's moving down. And every time it finds a new reference about you, it presents it to you and allows you to say, yes, this is me and I want to boost it. Yes, this is me and I'm not really crazy about the fact that you found that so I want to push it down in the search rankings. Or more importantly, no, this isn't me. So uh, another neat tool that's out there, and I think, uh, Ryan, to your point, we'll get into these a little more detail uh, in one of our upcoming shows. Yeah, it's just we're trying to make everyone aware of the various things that are there. Some of the, Sometimes it can get overwhelming. I know we talked about Sumo Me, and we talked about drones, and now we're talking about branding. I, mostly we want to just make you aware of these tools, and over time we'll dive deeper into them and kind of do the how-tos. Uh, I really hope everyone does some of this click tracking, though. That That's a big part of it. And... Uh, about.me, super easy and free, um, and so is Brand Yourself. So just a couple easy tools. Well, Marty, I, I want to wrap the show up. I think this has been an amazing first episode. I'm, I'm very excited. I hope uh, the audience enjoys the show. Uh, everyone, I just remind you, if you did enjoy the show, a great way to, uh, to let more of your peers know that this is out here, leave us a, a rating and review on either iTunes or Stitcher, um, or if you have comments, questions, you want to participate, um, you have questions you want us to answer in future shows, come by the show notes, uh, agencynation.com slash show zero one, and uh, just leave, uh, leave a comment. And I will have a link to the video which explains, uh, you can actually watch me going through the findings from Sumo Me. I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Any, any last words, Marty? Sure. If you've got a drone and you want to give us a, a picture, we'd love to see it. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. So, uh, 
Yes, drone pictures. Send them over. Marty.agather at trustedchoice.com. All right, everyone, we're going to sign off here. Have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you next time on Agency Nation Radio.